ladies and gentlemen, sit back and get comfortable. But not too comfortable. It's the WCHL Podcast with WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry and Andrew Majorkirk. Yeah, Andrew, what do you think? Yeah. Huh? Somebody has been very nice to us this holiday That's season. That's right. How about that? Santa brought us a little present early. An early Christmas present for us and all of the masses out there. <laughs> I am Chris Perry, that wonderful voice you hear on the other end. That's Andrew Majorkirth. And wow, a brand new uh, intro for the WCHL podcast. Brand I like new. it. We, You know, a month or so ago, we got new toys where we could get all of our little bells and whistles in there. And we've stepped up our game again, and we have a brand new intro for us. I like it. I like it. We'll, uh, we'll, you know, I got told a couple of weeks ago, I need to be a little bit more chipper, be happy. Yep. Yep. Don't be such a Debbie Downer here. <laughs> yeah. Throw on a little angry young man, and uh, here we go. I like it. Uh, yeah. That is awesome. There we go. So uh, we'll, we'll still go back to the crunchy guitar every now and then, like when we have the player interviews. But uh, for us, I think I, I kind of like the angry young man. Yep, yep, yep. That's that's the way to go right there. All right. Well, hey, welcome to the uh, WCHL podcast. This is episode 422. I'm Chris. That's Andrew. We got no games to talk about. What are we doing here, Andrew? What are we doing? You know, we must not have anything else to do on this uh, cold Monday night here in Oklahoma. I'm telling you, kids are, have either completed all of their finals or they're in the midst of doing their finals right now. I know that uh, Missouri State finished up their finals last week. I'm pretty sure uh, Central Oklahoma and Oklahoma and Colorado State are in the midst of doing all of their finals this week. Yep. So, uh, yeah, no games for us to uh, to talk about. So we're going to throw a little curveball at people and uh, kind of do just a mid-season uh, reflection, if you will. Get Andrew's perspective. We'll pick his little brain. Oh, yes. Yeah, so this should be a quick podcast. I'm sorry. It'll be over can, in about three minutes. <laughs> we'll I can be- guarantee. And I can guarantee you, I didn't use the ACHA website for any of my stats on picking my people this week. That's for sure. I love it. <laughs> Damn ACHA website. I know. All right. Well, hey, we're, we're going to do the, uh, let's just call these the Midseason Andrew Awards, the Midseason Andrews. And Andrew, if you're, if you're willing to play along, let's figure out like, uh, uh, you know, so far the forward of the year or forward of the mid season defenseman of the yep. mid season goaltender coach, that sort of thing. And then, uh, if you're willing, let's go through and kind of get your, uh, ideas to who might be like, uh, the MVP of each particular team in our conference. Will it sound, sound I, like a plan? I think I, I can play ball with that. All right. Well, we don't want to. I don't want to tax you or anything. I don't want to, you know, it is the holiday season. I know you're probably full of eggnog and, and I don't want to, you know, uh, put a little too much power through the a little too much voltage there through the power lines. But I, I'm, a, I'm a little tired. I have done uh, like 10 hours of Christmas shopping the past two days. So, oh, you know, I'm, I'm a little tired here. I got to start. I got to start. Yeah. Someone told me it's like nine days to Christmas and I was like, well, Amazon. Hello, Amazon. It, yeah, I've done like 10 hours of Christmas shopping the past two days. I got drugged to some god-awful concert on <laughs> Saturday night, and uh, yeah, so 
We'll we'll see what we come up with here. <laughs> so, <laughs> God awful concert. Yeah, we can talk about that one later too. Yeah, oh. maybe on a different podcast. <laughs> yeah, oh, maybe we could talk about that one on this one too. So, all right, Andrew. Hey, let's get to it. The midseason Andrews, and I'm just going to throw this out there. Let's look at each position, and then we'll go behind the bench. Let's start with um, uh, the easiest one of all, or the easiest position of all, the uh, the forwards. Who, uh, in your mind? Would be the uh, would be the Ford of the midseason so far in the Western Collegiate gonna, League. In the Western Collegiate League, I'm going to go Ford of the midseason. Arizona State's Elliot Plord. Really, Elliot Plord. All right. right, he is the he is the man that sets up Clayton Lackey all the time. So I am I am saying he is my Ford of the midseason. Ford. Okay. All right. So. Elliot Plored, you, you didn't use any of his, of his stats, right? I did not. Yeah, neither did I. Um, number 11, though, from uh, on, and he's on that 6-11-19 line. And, yeah, I say uh, while, while Lackey, number 19, and Studioso, number 6, get a lot of the uh, – get a lot of the flash and bang because they're the guys that, you know, put the puck in the net or wheel and skate forever and ever and ever with the puck. Plord's the guy who just gets out there and does his, does the work. and Yeah. Yeah. He's the, he's the workman. That's, that's what I like. Yeah. He's, he's, he's pretty solid. I think those guys would still be flashy, but they wouldn't be nearly as uh, proficient if they didn't have Plord out there. So I, that's yeah. a, Hey, that's a good pick. Good pick. There huh? you go. All right. There any, you any, any others that you, uh, that you considered or we are, was there an honorable mention or, or was it just yeah, going? Yeah, you could. We're, I mean, we're heavy on this one on the forwards in the WCHL. I mean, yeah. you could throw in, you could throw in uh, Bailey Marshall from Arizona. You know, you could go coming out to the Oklahomas. You could go uh, Beans or Mikhailov. You could throw from UCO. You could throw uh, Pusar from OU in there. Okay. You know, right. going up to uh, Missouri State, you could throw. Um, even though he's been injured for for the past couple of weeks, Nikita Selnikov or Josh Bell. So yeah, there's there's a lot of insert name here type guys that could take over this top spot in my opinion. All right, and you chose Elliot Plourd, and that's a pretty solid pick. All I right, think so 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 the number one midseason Andrew, the forward position goes to Elliot Plourd. Uh, who do you have uh, for defense? Defense. I am going. I'm going defenseman. I'm going with the first year player out of OU in Cam Bickford. Why, why am I not surprised, Oklahoma? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Well, We had to get some love in there for him. Homer, Homer. All right, tell, <laughs> tell, me, tell me why you chose number 24 from Oklahoma. Uh, you know, if you watch him, he's playing a lot of – he plays a lot of important minutes for Oklahoma. Um, power play, penalty kill, a lot of late time uh, – late time – late minute in uh, tight games. He's out there a lot, closing games out and getting Ws and – and all that, so he plays. He plays a lot of important minutes for uh, Coach Berge over there. He's a pretty solid player. He's a smooth skater. Um, I got told by a former uh, Central Oklahoma player who was um, uh, beating me up uh, there at, at one of the games on at the Oklahoma uh, UCO game on Thursday night. That uh, yeah, Bickford was the uh, best player on the ice uh, for from both teams, and so yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's pretty slick, pretty smooth uh, when he wants to play. You know, he can he can he can dominate when he wants to play. Yep, yep, he can take over a game, that's for sure. All right. So um uh, any any honorable mentions there? They uh yeah, I think you could go uh you know, just off the top of my head, maybe uh Hoffman up at UCO. I think he's kind of in the same boat with with playing a lot of important minutes up there. Yeah. They uh yeah, so a couple a couple of kids in there. 
Yep, I, think, uh, I think you throw the big old uh, mustache from uh, Arizona, number 20, Manny Rowe. He's pretty solid uh, back yep. there in the blue line, too. So, yep. uh, yeah, all right. So, Cam Bickford. All right, so we're halfway through the midseason, Andrews. Um, an Arizona State person and an Oklahoma person, we are both going to get um, uh, just absolutely brutalized. That's all right. Privately for being uh, homers or playing favorites. Uh, not that I that, not that there's a damn thing wrong with that, but that's all right. They've got your email, your phone number. They don't have my contact, so <laughs> so let it rain. <laughs> let it rip, tater chip. All right. Well, hey, midseason Andrew goaltender. Goaltender, you know this was a tough one. I went back and forth quite a bit. The because uh, I think you could take any one of probably the top four or five teams in the WCHL and, and insert their goal to starting goaltender and, and be okay with it. But at the end of the day, I went uh, from the university of Arizona, Anthony Churro for my midseason goaltender. Very nice. Very nice. He's so, a huge reason why they're number one in the conference. Yep. So can't go wrong there. He plays uh, all the lead. Well, not all the lead minutes, but uh, he plays most of the lead minutes there for U of A. So yeah, can't go wrong there with Churro. He does. I think you could throw in, uh, you know, like I said, Bronson Moore, um, Alex Henry, Joe Morgan, Phil Babb, the uh, any of those kids, and and be okay with it. Very nice. All right, so three down, one last midseason Andrew to go. The midseason Andrew coach of the conference so far through the midseason. Now go easy on this one because you know we you, there's a coach or two that listens to the podcast here. So I I, I hope they're all listening. After all, there's lots of lots of lots of insight we give here, so they should be listening. <laughs> all right, who's your midseason Andrew coach of the midseason go to? I'm going coach of the midseason from Arizona State University, Tate Green. Yeah, I uh, if you look at where Arizona State was uh, this time last year compared to where they are this year, it's been a complete 180 and. Uh, I am giving massive kudos to him and what he's done out there in the desert so far this season. Yeah, I think uh, I think Tate's done a hell of a job out there in, in with ASU. He's got uh, he's turned the culture around a little bit, uh, not a little bit, a lot. And yeah, um, yeah it's good to see it's good to see um, uh, good to see ASU turn it around and get back to uh, uh, you know winning and not yeah. being. Not not just being the doormat. I know that the U of A fans always want to see them be the doormat, but trust me, when <laughs> yeah. you're and, and, and you want that of your rival. I mean, yeah. when yeah. I was when I was running Oklahoma, there was nothing I loved more than just beating the snot out of UCO. But yeah. I also realized when you step back and objectively, at the end of the day, you got to have two really good programs because they make each other better. They push each other, and so that's right. That's having right. a having yeah. a ASU be good, that's going to push and make U of A even better. In a in a perfect universe, we would have out of the top ten in the ACHA, all seven WCHL teams would be there, right? Of course, but you know that that can't happen. But I was I was really torn, so I went I went with Coach Green on this one. But I was kind of torn, and I when I was putting my paperwork together here this afternoon, I was I kind of left this one blank for a little while and kind of walked around with it because I I almost went with uh, Coach Rivera from UCO on this one. Really. And I, and it was, yeah, it was kind of, you know, he was kind of put into a, in kind of a tough situation, right? This semester with coach McAllister stepping down for health reasons and all that. And he was just kind of thrown into the fire with, as the head guy, right? Yep. It's, yep. it's tough. You know, you got not only when you're the head guy, you, you have to coach and you have to recruit, but you also have all the off ice stuff you have to take care of too. You getting all your volunteers to the game and 
making sure all your ducks in a row. And, you know, Coach Rivera's done a, done a hell of a job up there so far this semester, I've thought. You know, he's, he's swept Lindenwood. He uh, split with Oklahoma. You know, his, his only real hiccup was when he went out to the desert and faced off with the Arizona teams out there. And that's only been, that's really his only hiccup so far of this, of his uh, short little tenure here. Yeah. Well, I think you're un- underplaying the, the kind of awkwardness about uh, the situation that he found himself in. I think he's done a hell of a job in the, in the yes. short amount of time. And uh, yeah, you wouldn't, you know, obviously uh, losing, you know, a, a great coach like Craig McAllister and in, in the organization uh, or the folks in the organization uh, that he had with him, his wife, Eva, um, the general manager at the time, Steve, and um, the, the former greatest scorekeeper in all the WCHL Wanda, um, you know, they're, they're not there anymore, but right. you know, Mike and uh, uh, his wife, uh, they're in, in the folks that are helping out the UCO program, they're keeping going and uh, you know, really haven't yeah. skipped a beat in terms of off the ice yeah. stuff. And now they're just yeah, going to focus on, on the ice, which is good, which is what he needs. Yep. He's, he's done, he's done a great job on the ice with the, with the boys. And you know, we, you and I've been up there for a game or two since he's taken over and, yep you don't really notice anything's different off the ice when you walk in and with the game operations and all that, you don't really notice anything. So yeah. So kudos to him for, for stepping up and doing a tremendous job up there. Yeah. Hey, the one thing I did notice is the music got a hell of a lot better up there. So, uh, <laughs> Oh, well, all right. So there you go. So the midseason Andrews forward defense goal and coach, we have, uh, Elliot Plourd at forward, according to Andrew, Cam Bickford, um, at uh, defense from Oklahoma. Anthony Churro and Net for uh, U of A, and then uh, behind the bench would be uh, Coach Tate Green from ASU. So pretty solid, I'd say. I like it. All right, now let's hear. Let's go through this team by team, would you? I uh, I am in. You're in. All right. Well, let's start with. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll go from the, we'll go in our standings. We'll go from uh, bottom to top. Uh, it you know Colorado's had a had a tough year so far um with uh benny taller taking over and kind of uh last minute circumstances and and they're they're struggling i think they've got one game under their belt uh that they've won and uh, they've played some other games really tight but uh, uh they've only won one game so it's been a, a rough fall semester for uh for the buffs who in your opinion andrew would be the uh, team mvp so far for the buffs i'm gonna go uh the defenseman joe kinsella on the back end there yeah I think, uh, yeah, I think he's the best player they've got up there. And, yeah, without him, it could, it's been ugly, but it, it probably could have been a whole lot worse up there. Yeah, I, well, I, w- I would agree with that. Um, you know, Kinsella is a heck of a player, played in the World University Games team last year, and um, he's doing his best to hold down, uh, you know, hold down the blue line there for, for the buffs. i, I got to believe you also got to give some uh, – some credit to Grant Payne, who's been uh, in net for most all of the games this year, and also to uh, Nathan Sapita, who's been playing up in the forward line. Who's, um, you know, they're not scoring an awful lot of goals, but Sapita's um, uh, getting some of them. So uh, uh, I, I think he's, you know, if they could just get another goal scorer or two to go with them, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, you know, they'd get to they'd be a five hundred team. You know, and yeah. if they could get someone to help out uh, Kinsella on the on the defense. Then, uh, you know, there, there's a kid up there who plays defense, played defense last year. Silas Callion, I think was his name. He's a good little player. Um, and I just, uh, it, you know, I, I don't know. I, they're, they're just a step or two away from being a really good uh, 500 team. But uh, yeah, yeah. Puts, 
put a couple pieces together this upcoming semester and, and yeah. get some building blocks in there and and yeah, fire away, right? There you go. All right, so um, uh, let's let's move up the uh, standings. Colorado State, Andrew, who do you have as your team MVP so far through the season? I am saying the team MVP for Colorado State is the goaltender Joe Morgan. Yeah, that's a no brainer, huh? That's a that's a no brainer. The kid can steal games. He is he is one heck of a goaltender back there, and uh, without him, they'd be in a world of hurt. I think. You know, to uh, you, you say that, and then it was Avery McDonald that just beat uh, Colorado the other day, right? I know yeah, in overtime. Yeah. So but you need two. You need you need two kids back there, right? It's uh, one to keep pressure on the starter to keep him on edge a little bit to plan for his spot, and also somebody to fall back on if if the starter gets hurt, right? That's right. And they've got some good little freshmen, a uh, uh, Warner, and when he's healthy, and Marcincini, who's putting the puck in the net uh, on a fairly regular basis there for uh, from the Rams. So yeah, but Joe is clearly the uh, the he's clearly the man up there for the for yep. the Rams. So all right, um, further up the uh, let's go to number five, and that would be Missouri State. I am going the forward Josh Bell. Really? Yeah, the kid can the kid can flat play. Okay, all right. Well, that's that's kind of uh, I'm not going to argue with you. Josh can. He can definitely fill the put the puck in the net. That's for dang sure. That's right. There, you know what, what what's going on there? You think with uh, with Missouri State? I mean, they're hurting on the D line. They're hurting on the D line, and the you know, uh, they're hurting injury wise. Salnikov's been out for a while. Yeah, and that's a, that's a, that's a big loss right there for him because he's he's a heck of a player also. Yep. Yep. So they uh, and maybe you know I just I know they they run two three goaltenders back there so. If they could find one guy that could find some consistency on a on a regular basis and kind of ride him to the finish line, I think that would go a long ways for him. It's tough to keep all three happy, isn't it? It is. It is. So find one that's hot and, and roll with him, right? Yeah. Yeah. You got Bailey Stevens, Brendan Shuck, and um, uh, God, I'm going to forget his name. He, he just played well. Oh, help me out, Andrew. Bailey Stevens, uh, Brendan Shuck, and it's another B. It is. Um, Braden. Yeah. Okay. Forgive me. Jeez. I just heard. I just, uh, it's. I just heard his name the other day. I know. I'm drawing a drawing a. Put me on this hot seat here, and I'm absolutely drawing a blank on you. Oh, here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna. We're gonna stall long enough so I can figure it out because I'm just so embarrassed. We oh, were, I know. Yeah. He, he just. He just played. He just played a. a, a oh, Brady Griffin. Yes. Oh God. Lord, I just looked <laughs> I mean I just looked it up at the same time. Yeah, I, I just clicked on Missouri State and before I even before it even turned up, I was like, that's who it was because yeah. he played his he played his tail off down in uh Frisco. Yep. And uh yeah, so you yep. got you got the three B's in that. Yeah, I figure if they can land on one of them and uh, ride him uh for the spring semester, if they could make a run here at the beginning of the spring, I think uh Mo State could be could get they themselves could be, back in the mix for for a possible national spot. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they're they're definitely on on that cusp of being a nationals team, no doubt. I'll give you a, uh, a, a heads up. Here, Andrew, this is this is how dumb I am. I was trying to get to the Missouri <laughs> State folks, and I clicked on men's division two. Oh, geez. <laughs> no wonder I couldn't find Missouri State. Yeah. Oh, yeah. geez. Well, hey, apologies to Mister Griffin uh, yeah, for, no, for, for me being just a doofus. Can- just completely drew a blank on that one for whatever reason. Yeah, but the uh, you know one of the things I think that we're gonna 
uh, we're, we're going to do, uh, well, it's a, it's a sneak peek. This is me uh, offering a special uh, sneak peek. We're going to be talking to Hunter Sanders here, Hunter Saunders, I'm sorry. Um, it's probably going to come out in the next couple of days here before, uh, before the end of the week. So uh, look for that, and we'll have, yeah. I think we're going to have a couple of more uh, Ice Bears on, on the podcast. Awesome. Yeah. So, all right. So there from Missouri State, you got Josh Bell. Well, let's keep going up the uh, standings. And boy, you know, Andrew, it's tough to believe, but um, number four in the Western Collegiate Hockey League right now is UCO. Um, usually they're right up there at the top. So it's hard to believe right now that they're sitting in fourth place, but I guess that's a testament to uh, how good the conference is becoming. Yep. Um, yep. You know, so, uh, all right, so sock it to us, your team MVP so far midseason for UCO. I, I bounced back and forth on this one, but I went uh, a forward, Dominic Colbeans. Really? Why did you pick Dominic Colbeans? I, I, he's a good little player. He, uh, he plays well with Vitaly Mikhailov, and those two put a lot of pucks in the net and put up a lot of points. So I think uh, he's a little bit... I, in my opinion, he's a little bit, uh, a little bit more rounded. In my opinion, the uh, Mikhailov is, you know, lacking on the defensive side a little bit. And Colbeans, you see him play in both ends uh, of the ice. So I went, uh, I went Dominic Colbeans. All right, very nice, very nice. Yeah, he's he's a little jitterbug out there on the ice. He's about uh, four foot three, uh, but he plays like he's about six foot three, throwing That's himself right. all over the dang place. That's right. And uh, I'm telling you. One of the uh, against Oklahoma on Friday night, he had one of the sweetest goals I've seen. It was a, a just a one timer, and he was uh, he 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 just he took a, a nice feed from the left side going to the right. And he was right handed shot, and he just uh, I thought it was a right handed shot. I could be totally blowing smoke on that since I'm not a hockey guy, right? Yeah, um, you guys, we wouldn't know. All I know is uh, he 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 just one timed it right into the net. It was a perfect little pass and a perfect shot. One timed into the net, and it was the fourth goal uh, for a four to one win for UCO to just seal the deal. Colbeans can yep. play. Yeah, he can play. He's a good little player. Obviously, uh, oh, oh, go ahead. Give me give me some of your uh, other potentials because I, I got to you got to believe there's some love there for thirty three. Oh yeah, the uh, the goaltender back there. You know, I kind of bounced around with him. So I was kind of, I was kind of between those three, Colbeans, Mikhailov, and and Alex Henry back there. Yeah, and uh, I ended up I ended up going Colbeans, but yeah, any any one of those three, you could insert their name there, and and here again, be be perfectly fine and and sound like a hockey guy, right? <laughs> yeah, Alex is um, Alex. We're gonna another sneak peek. We're gonna hope to have Alex on here uh, over the Christmas break. Yeah, um, which will be which will be good. Uh, he's 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 a he's a heck of a player and it's fun and it's fun watching him and Phil Bad battle it out. Well, yeah, okay. Um <laughs> I would I, I would take one over the other any day of the week, but um that's just me. Um he I Alex's Alex's I like Alex's personality. He's he's got a snarky personality, so uh yeah. he's he's pretty sharp and I I look forward to having him on here. Okay. Yeah. So hey, let's go number three in the conference right now is Arizona State. Who you, you picked Elliot Plourd as your overall forward for the entire conference. Are you sticking with him for your team MVP or are you going differently? I am I am going differently, but I am sticking with his line mate, Clayton Lackey. Number nineteen. All right. Number nineteen. Kid puts a lot of pucks in the net. The uh and he is a he is a big part of the uh, resurgence of Arizona State hockey. That he is this season. 
Yep, that he is. He's got 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 the flow going, and uh, boy, he picks up speed and gets rocking and rolling out there. He looks like he's uh, playing roller hockey out there. Yeah, wasn't it? Wasn't it uh, Bronson Moore that that told us that he that he combs his hair before he goes out on the ice every time? <laughs> gets, brushes the brushes the flow back. So yeah, I think that was Bronson that told us that. Look good, feel good, play good, right? That's what I've always heard. Yeah, well, we're not hockey guys, so. Yeah, we wouldn't know. Yeah, we that's just what we've heard. We don't know that. So Yeah. All right. A uh number two, Andrew, <laughs> it's your uh, Oklahoma Sooners. Oh, give us some bummer sooner here. How no, long? No, no, no. <laughs> not gonna not gonna do that. You know, I catch enough crap as it is. People think I hate the program and that's absolutely one hundred percent not true. But um you know what? I'm not I'm not okay. gonna I'm not gonna play into that little thing. If people wanna play the victim, you know, go ahead and play the victim. I don't care. But I, no, I'm not gonna do that. I, I, you know, I love it. I've been working hard this season on spreading the rumor yep. that, that the commissioner hates Oklahoma God. and I'm, I'm glad that it has finally gotten some traction and people are giving you some grief about it. You know, <laughs> yeah, people are giving I'll me grief. To, I'll have to move on to se- second semester. I'm going to, I'm going to move on to something else. Find another you know. conspiracy theory to, to promote. I might. Yeah, I might. Yeah. 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 Go for that. Yeah, you should. Yeah, do, you I should. Might. You should do that, Andrew. I, yeah, I've, I. You know, this one's worked out well for me. That that the commissioner hates OU. It's worked out well. So after the first of the first of the year, I think I'm going to switch my gears up a little bit here. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? Something like <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm placing bets on games now, or I'm running a little car, <laughs> card shark card shark ring or something. Well, I, well it's funny you mentioned that because I when you, I saw you pull up, I was watching you on the camera at the Thursday night OU UCO game. Oh yeah. And I saw you pull up in my parking lot. And then I saw you open the trunk of your car for a while. Here we go. And there was there was several people that from around the parking lot, and you guys were making a motion like you were throwing something yeah. in the yeah. in the back of your car. I don't know if it was dice or or if you guys were playing like some kind of beanbag game. That's what I was hoping it was. That was yeah, me. There's something going. Yeah, there's something going on out there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we we got no alleys here in Oklahoma, so yeah, I had to use the trunk of my car for my uh, yeah. for my. Um, uh, deceitful dice game. I was just, uh, you know, rolling the bones and seeing what turns up and taking everybody's money. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Spread that rumor. Why don't you? Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. That's how I like that one. All right. All right. Andrew Jerknikoff. Gosh. Tell us your team MVP for Oklahoma before I get into further trouble. The University of Oklahoma. I am going the goaltender, Phil Babb. Okay. So he is he is a one man show back there and and without him they would be in a world of hurt. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, they've got some yeah. they've got some good little players. Bosses, obviously did. you named Bickford. Uh Bosses yeah. a good little player on the on the other blue line. Um he's probably yeah, better think, forward than than D-man, but Yeah, I think Bossy Bickford um Giamona, you know, you could go Ray Wilson on the front side there. You could go Josh Pusar. Yeah, they they've got quite they're they're loaded up front, but goaltender, they're you know he's he's the one man show back there. That he is. They're gonna have to ride him uh, all the way to Frisco. So uh, that's right. Good luck. All right. Well, and and they'll do it. You know, I just hope he doesn't get tired out. Yeah, so, that's what I'm hoping. Yeah, because uh, you know when when he's on, as unconventional as he is, um, he can he can steal a game from you when he's on. Yep. Um, but you know in, when he's not on, he can. You know, he can lose a game real quick for you. He can drop the puck in the crease before the nets, before the whistle's blown. That's right. So, 
That's Jeez. right. All right. Well, hey, let's. Uh, so, so there we go. I think that's a solid pick there for for Oklahoma, and you can no complaints out of me. So, uh, the number one team right now in the Western Collegiate Hockey League is the Arizona Wildcats. You polit- uh, selected Anthony Churro as the uh, goaltender of the midseason. Yep. So, what are we doing here for U of A? The uh, for U of A, I am going the forward Bailey Marshall. Mm, okay. Yeah. The. The here again, like we said it going up the list here. The kid can flat out play. And you know, it's him and, and Cusinelli up on up on that top line there. Both of those both of those kids are, are a heck of a player. And uh but yeah, I think it's all Bailey. Yeah, Cusinelli gets uh, a lot of credit for putting the puck in the net, and you've also got um the line mate there, number twelve, I think it's uh Westland. But um, eleven is the guy. He's the straw that stirs the drink down there. So, uh, yep. yeah, it's he's, he's pretty sharp, pretty sharp. Hey, can't go wrong there with any of your MVPs. So here, let's see if I can't remember these. You said Kinsella for Colorado, um, uh, Morgan for Colorado State, Josh Bell for Missouri State, um, for Central you said Cole Beans. Yep. For ASU you went with Lackey. For Oklahoma, you went with Bab, and you went with Marshall at U of A, right? Yep, Bailey Marshall. That is my seven. I like it. I like it. Well, hey, you know what? Hey, so far for a uh, for a week in which we didn't have any games, um, I I think we killed about twenty minutes right there. That's not bad with some with some semi with some semi decent little kind of analysis from non hockey people. You know, not hockey guys. We put a little thought into it. You know, we it took us a while to get there. Yeah, yeah. It took us all week, right? It took you all yeah. week. Yeah. Well, it took us all week, but they don't ask how. They just ask how many, right? <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. All right. Well, hey, Andrew, let's uh, let's take a quick little break. Let's hear a little bit of um, what do you want to hear? Tell me. Give me a hint. Give me a hint. What would you like to hear? Ooh, I don't know. I I would, I would throw some festive music in there for the. For the fine folks listening. All right, let's do that, and then we'll come back. We'll talk some rankings and something else. Hold on. Uh, but, hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. There you go, Andrew. You gotta love that. That's some festive stuff. That is festive right there. That puts you in the mood. I like it. Well, hey, we had no games over the uh, over this past week, and all of our WCHL games are done. In fact, all of the ACHA Division One games are done until January the third. I think the first games that start up for um, uh, the WCHL are probably like the week after that, January the tenth. Um, but, uh, so, but we have, there were some ACHA games and they, uh, affected the rankings greatly in, in, in some respects. So let's, uh, quickly go through the rankings last week, um, because we're going to have one official ranking before this semester is over before, uh, 2019 ends that will come out on Wednesday, December the 18th. Uh, but the ranking that came out on Wednesday, December 11th, uh, remember Arizona was number seven, UCO was number 12. Oklahoma, I believe, was number 17. 
Arizona State was number 19, Missouri State was 33, Colorado State was 39, and Colorado was 52. Remember, all seven teams took a uh, took took a hit in terms of the the rankings and fell a few spots. Yeah, I think there was some uh, I think there were some people with eyeballs rolling around in their head when that ranking came out. Boy, isn't that the truth? I heard from a <laughs> I heard from a number of them. Yeah, I heard from a number of them. Well, hopefully, we'll have some uh, we'll have some good news here this week. The uh, very yeah. unofficial rankings from our friend in uh, Dayton, Ohio, the Wizard, all hat no cape. Um, has unofficially said that Arizona will stay at seven, that uh, UCO will improve uh, one spot up to number 11, that Andrew's Oklahoma Sooners, get ready, Andrew, they'll move up five spots to number 12. Arizona State will move up two spots to number 17. Missouri State will stay put at 33. Colorado State will move up from 39 to 36. And CU will move from 52 to 50. So, uh, yeah. The Oklahoma Sooners are the big winners on the weekend here. I guess so. I guess so. They must have played somebody that did something good this past week. So, yep, kind of, yeah, kind of interesting how that works. Everything is intertwined. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't play. And you move up or you move down, and yeah, you might have an Aquinas or a, some odd team in front of you. But hey, at the end of the season, when the final ranking comes out, I'm a firm believer that everything will work itself out, and we will end up with a true top 20 top 25 there's no doubt it usually turns out that the 20 teams that make it to nationals eh, not counting some of those auto bid teams but the 20 teams are the 20 teams that should be there so that's right that's right all right well hey uh let's go let's use last week's rankings the oklahoma 17 arizona state 19 that sort of thing um or no i think oklahoma was 18 not 17 yeah whatever like the, yeah i think they're 18 yeah all right, let's use um, let's use those and let's take a look at nationals because nationals is coming up at the end of March in Frisco, Texas. It begins, I believe, it's March nineteenth through the twenty fourth. And um, remember, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight conferences now in men's division one, but there are only five auto bids. Um, so. Oh, I take that back. Nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine conferences, but there are only six auto bids. There are three conferences that do not have auto bids. So let's take a look at nationals. And just for um, uh, grins, we'll use the current highest ranking team in a conference as getting the auto bid for that league. So um, we'll start with the Western Collegiate League. That highest ranking team will be Arizona right now. At number seven, in the Great Lakes League, that highest-ranking team would be number one, Adrian. In the Eastern States League, their highest-ranking team is number two, Liberty. Um, Let's see here. Um, In the Pittsburgh League, the CHMA, their highest-ranking team right now is Pittsburgh, number 14, but they're going to – the playoff champion gets their auto bid, so it could be 14, it could be 114. That's right, that's right. Um, in the Philly League, the East Coast, I don't know what it's called, ECHA, um, their highest-ranked team is Drexel. They're number 16. And then the New York League, um, the NECHL, their highest-ranking team right now is Niagara. They're number 31. But, again, like the Pittsburgh League, it's going to be their playoff champion. So it could be number 31. It could be somebody worse than 31. Right. So uh, now there are three conferences that do not have auto bids. That's the Central States League, uh, Lindenwood, 
is the leader of that conference right now, but they only have five teams, and the ACHA have to have six teams in a conference to have a uh, an auto bid, so they don't have one. And then we have two new conferences this year, and you do not have an auto bid in your first year as a conference, so there's the MCH out of um, uh, St. Louis, and their commissioner, he just sucks. Yeah, um, he's terrible. He's a, he's a doofus. Um, yes, he is. And how about this? I think their team, their um, their highest ranked team is Illinois State. No, no, no. I take it back. It's McKendry. Um, and it's like 28th right now. And then uh, then there's the WAC, the Worcester. God, I always I say that wrong. It's the Wolverine Hoosier Athletic Conference. I was going to call it the Worcester Hoosier Athletic Conference. <laughs> it's Wolverine Hoosier. And their, their number one or their top ranked team is Michigan Dearborn. So now that I've thoroughly confused you, let's go through. Um, that means only one team would get bumped out of the tournament. That would be number 20. And number 20 right now is Delaware. So it sucks to be Delaware. Yep. Um, and here you go. Here's some, Andrew, tell me what you think of these first-round matchups. Remember, first round of uh, ACHA hockey on Thursday is teams 13 through 20 playing one another. And, all right, and the, it on us. All right, number 13 is Jamestown. They would play Niagara. I I am taking Jamestown on that one. Number 14, Pittsburgh, against number 19, Arizona State. Oh, Arizona State all the way. Number 15, Aquinas, versus number 18, Oklahoma. I don't even know who Aquinas is, so I'm taking Oklahoma. Number 16, <laughs> Drexel, versus number 17, Calvin. Ooh, I'm going to say Drexel. You know, yeah, I'm I'm more of a uh, fan of Hobbs. I'm not a Calvin fan. I like Hobbs better, so I would take Drexel. Yep. Um, okay, so then the next day would be um, we would have number four, Lindenwood, would play the winner of Jamestown, Niagara. Number three, Minot, would play the winner of Pittsburgh and Arizona State. Number two, Liberty, would play the winner of Aquinas, Oklahoma. And number one, Adrian, would play the winner of Drexel, Calvin. Yeah. Yeah. Usually the I way like that the, usually the way that works out is numbers one through four just whitewash the teams that won on Thursday. Yeah, but I don't know that that if it comes down to it and it's the Minot Arizona State matchup uh-huh. that that's kind of intriguing to me. Hey, think about it, Lindenwood Jamestown. If we go with what you just said, Lindenwood Jamestown, Minot ASU, Liberty Oklahoma, Adrian Drexel. Yeah, I think. I think that most intriguing one there is Minot and ASU, really. Yep. yep. Hey, the, the, only, the only the only lay down, the only walk, the easy game there is Adrian Drexel. That's right, yeah. I think everything else is tight. Yeah, the I, other, like, yeah. Uh, I like Arizona State speed against uh, Minot's size and all that. I think, uh, I think that's intriguing. Well, and then the last day of the first round of games would be Saturday. That's when teams 5 through 12 play. And so we would have number 8, 9. That's... Ohio versus Davenport. That looks like a bloodbath. Yep. Number seven, Arizona against number 10, Illinois. I think uh, I think Arizona could take care of business on that one. That's right, because Illinois is not playing on that big sheet. Yeah, they're not playing on the square. Mm-hmm. Then you got Indiana Tech, number six, playing number 11, Stony Brook. Uh, Stony Brook all the way. Oh, okay. I think that's a Yeah, we, okay. And then uh, we have number five, Michigan Dearborn, playing number 12, Central Oklahoma. You know what? I said it last year. I wasn't a uh, I wasn't a big fan of Dearborn. I didn't think their strength of schedule was all that great, and who they played, and they play Adrian a couple times. But 
I didn't think they deserved their ranking where they were. And uh, I'll go back with my same thoughts this year, and I'm taking Central. Yeah, I would. Uh, I, I think that sets up. That's a heck of a weekend. Uh, Ohio Davenport would just be a bloodbath. Uh, I think. Oh, yeah, for I think. Sure. I think Davenport would will, would take them. Seven uh, Arizona Illinois. I think Arizona would take Illinois on a regular sheet of ice. Um, Indiana Tech Stony Brook. Indiana Tech. I haven't. Uh, uh, I, I, I've watched one of their games. Um, they've played a pretty pretty tough schedule here. Um, I think I just feel for the guys at Stony Brook who uh, uh, have been some of the loudest objectors about playing nationals in Dallas. In yeah. uh, last year, they went out in the first round, and this if it, things are obviously going to change. But if this were the matchup, it I'd say they're going to have another early first round exit. And then, yeah, I'm with you. I think uh, Dearborn and Central. I think that's a uh, that's a that's Central all the way. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. But this is all going to change because oh yeah, there's no way I see Arizona State going into nationals ranked at number 19. I no. think they're going to be. I think you know if if it finishes out the way it does, I think UCO, OU, Arizona State, and Arizona. I think they're all going to be. If they're not all top ten, they'll for sure be top twelve going into nationals. Is is my true feeling here? Well, we'll we'll see. There, I mean, we we know just from the rankings that we expect to be released next week that um, you know ASU is going to move up a couple spots from nineteen to. 17 Oklahoma is going to move up from 18 to 12 UCO is going to move from 12 to 11 so you're right the these these matchups will change and they and they'll stay changing every week but I think it's kind of a fun uh, little exercise to sit there and say hey as of as of December 11th this is what the Nationals uh, preview would look like and boy there's some yeah. good good matchups yeah it's kind of interesting to see go back uh, in March and go back to tonight's episode and kind of see you know, here's what we thought, and here's what really happened, and yeah. But I think, I think, uh, I think the WCHL is going to be well represented at uh, nationals in Frisco this year. Well, I sure will. They will because you and I will be there. But um, you're <laughs> saying the teams as well, right? The teams, yep, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just had nobody, to check. Nobody, nobody cares about you and I. <laughs> All right, hey, uh, let's take a uh, another quick little break, and Andrew, then let's. You know what? After that, let's talk some Christmas music. What do you say? I'm in. What is uh, slashing? Slashing is um, like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, there's a penalty for that? Yeah. Uh, and for a trip also, you know, oh. like that. And mm-hmm. for hook, like this. And uh, for spear, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. All bad. Bad. You do that, you go to the box, you know. Uh, two minutes by yourself and you feel shame you know mm-hmm. and then you get free there we go andrew it's time for us to feel shame it's that's it's the holiday season you know so time for uh, shame and guilt to 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 check in with everybody right. you know I, we were told to feel happy and chipper and you know sound better on the here we are at the holiday season saying so, yeah well yeah you you need to cheer up again. Cheer up. Need to cheer up. So, hey, let's talk, Andrew. Top five Christmas tunes. Top five Christmas tunes. I what? think I could come up. I could come up with five songs for yeah. you. You want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Um, I'll give you my. I'll give you my number five. Give me numero five o. I'm gonna go. Santa Claus has come to town by Bruce Springsteen. Really? Yeah, the boss. The boss. That's a good. Like that's that. a good pick. 
That is a good pick. I like that. I like that very much. All right. All right. So so now I have to go number five? Yep. Let's hear your number five here. Oh, geez. All right. You're going to love this here. I've, I've got it queued up here. By the magic of uh, the internet, are you ready? I am ready. It's a little Bing Crosby. Malakalikimaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we say. There you go, a little Malakalikimaka. Every time I hear that, I think of the scene from Christmas Vacation when he's daydreaming out into the backyard <laughs> overlooking the pool and you got Cousin Eddie on the diving board with a Speedo and a tank top on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. I wasn't thinking of that, but uh, <laughs> every time that's what I think of. Every time I hear that, song. I was I was actually sitting in the in the uh, at the drive-through lane at the bank the other day, and that song came over the uh, their their little loudspeakers. I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so, yeah. All right, give it to us. Number numero four zero for Andrew. Number four for me. I am going Carol of Bells by August Burns Red. No way. Yes way. I, I don't think I've ever heard this. Hold on. Let's let's see if we can't. Hear a little something. All righty there, Andrew. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm, I'm again in the sense a little theme here. Hmm. Uh, loud guitars for Andrew, huh? Yeah, loud guitars for me. None of this, yeah. None of that. <laughs> none of that traditional stuff. Too All much. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'm going to go traditional uh, for my number four pick, and I'm going to use Brenda Lee, "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree." That's a good one. I don't have it. I don't have it queued up. I don't have it turned up. But um, I, 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 I always like that one. I think that's pretty good. The, uh, All right, I, so that's I think, what, of, that's, I think of Home Alone on that one. <laughs> See, You're thinking a lot of movies, aren't you? Oh my lord! My wife has made me watch a Christmas movie almost every night since Thanksgiving. Oh really? So, oh well, hey, we gotta we gotta talk so, about that here for a second. So I've I've heard a lot of these. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, so that that's my number four is Brenda Lee, rocking around the Christmas tree. Andrew, who's your number three? My number three is Run, Rudolph, Run by Chuck Berry. There you go. A little St. Louis dude right there. Yeah. My only somewhat traditional song on my list. <laughs> it's still loud guitars. Yeah. See, it's Chuck Berry. Just because you have a list of Christmas carols doesn't mean you have to be put to sleep doing it. <laughs> All right. Well, Andrew, I'm going to have to break from your uh, from your loud guitars, okay? Oh, geez. Yeah. Here's mine. Eventually. Come on. Yeah. Well. Come on, I stopped that a little too early before we got into the run DMC, a little Christmas yeah. in Hollis. I was gonna say a little Christmas in Hollis there. No, that's that's the that's the the kid that grew up in Boston. That's the little uh, uh, the Boston part of me. 
Oh, jeez. Hey, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> have to have to admit it. I, I kind of I kind of enjoy that one. So even though I am uh, uh, not your typical rap fan, Run DMC is old school and I love it. Yeah, he's yeah. Some of the old school stuff is good. There's no he in Run DMC. Come on, Andrew. The uh, yeah, some of the old stuff there. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. All right, give us number two. All right, number two. I am going Jingle Bells. Played by Skid Row. Oh, God. Oh, Andrew. Hey. Oh, Andrew. That is 100% Skid Row right there. <laughs> that right? was some Skid Row is right. Holy <laughs> smokes. That is awesome. <laughs> uh, you are too much. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, all right. Well, hey, I'm going to, I can't do, um, I can't do that. I can't do, <laughs> can't do Skid Row. Here, 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 here's mine. It's, uh, I grew up in the uh, MTV era, so... I, this is um, a little bit of mine here. Oh, I'm just waiting for the great guitar. Here it comes. Yeah. It's a good thing we got that guitar because we're all getting ready to go to sleep. That was The Waitresses with Christmas Wrapping. What a great song. That is a good one. Oh, what an awesome song. Yeah, that is a good one. I don't know if it tops my number one, but that's a good one. Your number one. You know what? Here, hold on. I think I know what your number one is. Let me, I'm going to, let me, let me get to YouTube. Hold on. Um, let me see if I can't pull this up. And I'm going to, God, I hope I don't have to. It should be it should be a clean song, no expletive words. <laughs> but it is hysterical and it is number one on my list. Hmm. Let me see if what, I can't uh what could that song be? Oh I'm uh you know what? I don't know that I can find the live song well here. You know what? I think I think this is what it's gonna be. You tell me, Andrew. Tell me if, if, if tell me what it is, and if I got it, I'll play it. How about we go with the Chanaka song by Adam Sandler? Oh God, why did I know that? <laughs> it's a song right now that you, you might know the words too. So if you want to sing along, that would be fun. Here we go. Oh jeez. <laughs> There you go. He'll get he'll fire off here in a second for us. Put on your yamaka. It's time for Hanukkah. So much Hanukkah to celebrate Hanukkah. Oh, Andrew. They don't they don't make guys like that anymore. Thank goodness they don't make guys the whole, like that anymore. 
the whole Adam Sandler, Chris Farley, those, I mean, talk about just kings of comedy back in the day. <laughs> All right. Well, so that's your number one. That is my number one right there. Chanukah by Adam Sandler. Well, let's see here. I'm going to pull up uh, my numero uno and I, let's see if I can't uh, see if I can't find it here. Mine is going to be a sentimental one, uh, only because it's uh, it was something that uh, they used to play around my house every now and then uh, when I was growing up here with my dad and uh, and my and my stepmom, and uh, I know it's sappy. It's not Hanukkah. <laughs> it's little Alabama Christmas in Dixie. Oh boy! Yeah, come on, you can't go wrong with this. By now in New York City There's snow on the ground Yeah, I can't help that. Boy, I'm going to start crying here in a second. (laughs) Holy smokes. Holy smokes. Christmas in Dixie by Alabama. Christmas in Dixie. Holy you know, smokes. You know, I, I I was looking over my list, and I have a whole lot of Christmas in places. Christmas in Hollis, Christmas in Dixie, uh, Christmas wrapping, Christmas in Hawaii, otherwise known as Meli Kalikimaka. Kind of got a theme going there, Andrew. You do. So, you do. I've got a theme on mine. You got a theme on yours? You got, you got loud guitars and terrible artists, and I just have great Christmas <laughs> songs. I like oh, it. I don't know if you could... I don't know if you could argue with my uh, with my artist there, Bruce Springsteen, Chuck Berry, Skid Row. I mean, holy smokes! Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. That's a that's a that is that is a lineup to be had right there. The Mount, the Mount Rushmore of Christmas, right there. It is <laughs> Bruce Springsteen, Chuck Berry, and Skid Row. Yeah, it is. I mean, holy smokes! I, yeah. I can see them all all those faces now carved in icebergs up there at the North Pole. Oh, yeah, you got Skid Row with that teased up hair and all that. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, come on. You know, back in, the, back in the day, Andrew, I saw Skid Row live. In, did you see Skid Row live in person ever? I have not. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah no, never. I saw them open up for Aerosmith on New Year's Eve at the Boston Garden. And, um, uh, yeah, it was that was it was uh, right after Monkey Business came out. And, boy, it was uh, they were at the height of their uh, height of their uh, hair bandishness. Yeah, the height of their glory right there. It was pretty awesome. All right. Well, hey, we got two other things to talk about. One that you brought. Well, both of them that you brought up. First thing is uh, let's keep talking about hair bands. Uh, you said you went and saw a terrible concert the other day. Um, tell us all about it. I did. You know, I don't know. Uh, we, we, this is a PG-13 uh, podcast, so I don't know if we can talk too much about these guys. But we uh, we went and saw Steel Panther on Saturday night. <laughs> and uh, it was it was quite the spectacle. That's for sure. We saw we saw Steel Panther. Um, uh, they their their band members are uh, the guitar player is named Satchel. Yep. Um, the, the lead singer is Michael Starr. Um, the bass player is Lexi Fox, and I believe that's with five X's. Yeah, I was gonna say it's Fox. Two, two right? uh, yeah, I think it's two in Lexi and three in Fox. Yep. And then the drummer is uh, his name is Sticks Zidinya. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Kind of interesting. Was, yeah, you look them up and they're on their Google and it's they're considered a parody hair metal band. 
There's, or or glam band glam metal. Oh, holy moly! There, there's there's no. I mean, every single one of them can play, and yep. um, yeah. But they have. Uh, you know, I, don't, I I think the titles of their songs we probably can't um, say yeah, here on on a podcast. Well, what? There's girl from Oklahoma. There, yeah. Um, there's um, heavy metal rules. That, yeah, we're, yep. we're probably getting close to the end of the list. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I have the Panther, and then that's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where we're getting close to the end of the list. I don't know if you'll ever hear their songs on the podcast here. No, no. they. Uh, I don't think that's appropriate. <laughs> but it was. But, hey, we had, we had a good time, and we saw we saw I, a podcast listener out there at the um, at the at the concert. So uh, we did. We can't even we can't even go to concerts now without running into people that listen to it us. Was, they, this this person stopped us and said, "Hey, are you two of the regional podcast superstars?" That is that and is right. I said, "Well, it's Andrew. I don't I don't know who else the other person is, but uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah so, very very interesting. Yeah, we're gonna have to bring security with us now from now on." Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let's see what my wife's doing next time we go out. <laughs> they, uh, well, if you if you uh, if you're alone by yourself, or if you uh, are amongst a, uh, a, a some folks that have a sense of humor, or uh, can, <laughs> yeah. can can at least uh, uh, absorb a uh, bad word or two, or two <laughs> yeah. hundred, or or two hundred. Yep. Fire Google Steel Panther and uh, fire. Uh, look them up on YouTube and fire them up, and uh, they they can play. There's the parody is not in their musical ability. The parody is in their uh, their lyrics. The lyrics, yes, yes. Um, yes one of they one, can. Yes. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, they can all play the. Uh, yeah, the parody is definitely in the lyrics there. <laughs> but yeah, I have. I have never laughed so hard at a concert before that I did at that one on Saturday. And I can tell you my ears were still ringing last night from that concert. So <laughs> it was, that was on Sunday night. They were still ringing. So wow. that, that tells you you had a good time right there. Yep. And well, and the other thing that you brought up, Andrew, was uh, you've been on a, uh, a, a holiday movie binge. Oh, that and Christmas shopping. Well, I'm, I, I don't want I don't want to talk about Christmas shopping because I don't want you to uh, tell me what my gift is. I don't want you to spoil oh, yeah. the surprise there. But the, yeah, I'll, tell, I'll tell I'll me all about my cup. yeah. Tell me all about the uh, the holiday uh, uh, holiday movies. Oh my lord, we have watched between my wife and my daughter. I have watched probably fifteen Christmas movies up to this point. Yeah. Ah, uh, I've watched the entire suite of the Santa Claus <laughs> with Tim Allen. <laughs> okay, and Jack Frost. Yeah. Yeah, I have watched, oh Lord, Elf. I have watched The Home Alones. I have watched, um, oh my God, what have I, what all have I been bludgeoned to see? You've watched Christmas Vacation with her? Chris, we went actually saw Christmas Vacation in theaters. <laughs> God. For the, for the 30th anniversary. The, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a wonderful life. You name it, I have watched it over the past two, three weeks. Have you watched Noel on Disney Plus? I have skipped that one up to this point. Luckily, my wife has told me that that is a family movie that we have to watch together. And I have successfully kept myself busy the past four or five nights in a row here. I think your daughter would like it. Oh. I, I, I was forced to watch it and uh, it was pleasantly I mean it's it's dumb but it's uh it was <laughs> to say the least yeah but it was it was it was dumb in kind of a cute little way so it didn't uh, bother yeah. it didn't bother me too terribly 
Yeah, I've got a whole slate. You know, we still haven't watched Die Hard yet, so that one's we've, <laughs> we've got that on the list of, of coming up. Die Hard is a Christmas movie, by the way. Yes, it, it is. A, it is a Christmas movie. Yeah. So what yeah. about what about Klaus on Netflix? Have you watched Klaus yet? I have. I have been fortunate enough to skip that one. Also, you ought to put that one on your uh, to do list. Oh, I'll, I'll mark that down right now. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll, 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 send, I'll send a message here to the boss. Um, yeah. who, who, by the way, we give her a hard time on here, but uh, we need to give her a little bit of credit. Andrew's better half was uh, nominated for Nurse of the Year. She came in uh, a close second to the person who obviously paid off the bosses at the oh, that's right. local uh, hospital foundation where they work. But um, Andrew's wife, a hardworking uh, uh, soul of a person, j- just a, the, the kindest person. Um, why she stuck with Andrew, I have no clue. Um, well, you know. She, it's like I said in my sappy little Facebook post, she's made two great decisions that far exceed any others in her lifetime. Yeah. The first one was marrying me and starting a wonderful little family. Yeah. And the, and the second was deciding to become a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> so, I would, I, I would yeah. say she made the best out of the, 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 the best out of, uh, out of that first decision by having your lovely daughter. <laughs> yeah. Um, you obviously tricked her. Uh, somehow into having a child so uh, <laughs> good, good for her to make the best out of a bad situation there <laughs> and uh, decide to raise that child on her own so uh good, yeah good yeah not let her not let her father influence her oh yeah oh yeah yeah but, well but, but uh no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna send her a message so that you guys can watch noel and klaus it's not claus yeah. it's klaus but no i'm i'm i am i am super proud of her for, for what she's done going to the banquet and being in the running for she's in the final six of nurse of the year. So yeah, super, super proud of her. as much grief as we give her on the podcast here. I am, I am super proud of her. Now, if we can only find out who it was that the winner actually paid off, we'll just go kneecap them. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I mean, cause it's obviously, it was a rigged situation here. It was, um, uh, kind of an unfair, um, little selection process, but, um, cause she, yeah. dang, dang it, she should have won it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. All right, well, next time we uh, next time I get together with uh, with your lovely wife, we'll we'll take care of that. We'll find out who that uh, winner was, and we'll take her out and the person she paid off. Yeah, she's probably so naive; she probably hasn't even thought that somebody did that. Cheating sons of guns. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, so uh, so so no miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, no a Christmas story, no um, Rudolph or Frosty or Little Drummer Boy. So I've been, yeah, so I've got Die Hard that I've been told we got to watch, Noel. And then I was told that we're going to introduce my daughter to Christmas Story this year. So she's finally old enough to follow along. So I'm, <laughs> we're, we're going to watch it. All right. Well, there you go. Little Ralphie. Yeah. So I've, I've just got to find something to do for the next nine evenings in a row and I'll skip all of this. <laughs> Hey, the glory of the internet is um, Klaus and Noel are available year round. Oh boy, yep. lucky me. Yeah, and it's you know with the way people celebrate Christmas, it it will be year round. So yeah, we've been we've been going since Halloween. So yeah, oh, I guess I got to put up my lights in my tree. Yeah, you know, I've got I've got a lot of nice lights around the outside of my house, and they look spectacular from my neighbor's driveway. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, they do. Yeah, yes, they yeah. do. I can attest personally to that. That's what happens when you pull up in the wrong person's driveway. Hey, you know, it happens. Oh, yeah, well, you know, I'm, nobody said I was smart. 
<laughs> All right. Well, hey, Andrew, we've uh, sufficiently killed enough time with uh, no games this weekend. We've gone through the midseason Andrews, um, the rankings, um, previewed nationals, and we've also done our own little Christmas, uh, at least music. And yep. um, you know what? Why don't we uh, let's, let's like I said, we've got Hunter Saunders from Missouri State. And he's going to be on the podcast here in a day or two. And we've got some other folks that are coming on. Uh, but after that, Andrew, why don't we get together? Uh, do, you, do you got time for a, like a, a, a Christmas Eve type of a thing? Oh, I might. Let's let's figure out what Santa should bring to uh, to each of the seven teams uh, for the second Ooh. semester. How does that sound? Ooh, that sounds dangerous. I'm in. Yeah, all right. Let's do it. In, uh, in the meantime, we want to thank everybody for listening to the WCHL podcast. We want to thank everybody for caring about your WCHL team enough to listen to this terrible podcast. And um, to follow the Western Collegiate Hockey League on Twitter, it's at, at WesternCHL. We're at WesternCHL.com. Andrew, I'm all tapped out. I'm as, about as happy as I'm going to get here during the holiday season. I've, been, I've got a grin on my face. I'm just I'm loving every minute of it. Yep, yep. We've been uh, we've been pretty fortunate this year and all that. So yeah, can't can't complain. All right, you know what that means, Andrew. It's time to get us out of here. That's right. Well, everybody, have a great week. Have a great holiday, and we will catch you on the flip side. <laughs>